Wish I could write a love song. So I did get a message from someone saying, you guys should definitely be taken off of the nice cult for a day. Why? Because of the question of the week, which was, should Thor and Nathan be taken off the nice cult for a day or for an I, hour? I think maybe we should have a vote on it. Because. <laughs> because, because what? Because of your opinion of the Wheel, uh, of, Wheel time. of Time series. Oh, it's the Wheel of Time thing. You just need to. You need to accept the lesbian love that's occurring in that show. <laughs> the lesbian love. Just was, roll with it. The roll lesbian it. love too... was the least problem because maybe that was happening, whatever, but it wasn't an integral part I of mean, the story. When two soft, supple, beautiful young women <laughs> want to want to make sweet, sweet love. We need to cut this part out, <laughs> even, okay? No. <laughs> soft, you, supple, beautiful young women want to make sweet, sweet love. You should just let them and enjoy the whatever happens. Were they young? I don't, I don't in my in my mind they were. Okay. I thought that one was like my age at least. You're, right? You're young. Is she in her forties? No, I will. Lorraine no, is like had... in her fifties, right? Oh no, I think she's. No, no, she's Lucy, not. They last for quite a while. No, she's actually pretty young. Oh, is she? See, but they I have a the problem. Order. She's I, young. I, she's they, old. No, she's not. Um, no, she's about Swan Sanchez mm -hmm. is as old as Moraine, I think. Really? Or maybe a few years older. A 45-year-old oh, Are you is... 45? No, I'm 42. 42. Okay. Nathan's the oldest one of the bunch here. I don't feel very six old. Months. I don't. I don't feel very old. Do you guys feel that? Some days. Oh, some days I don't feel very old. Then other days I do. Remember I told you about the last role-playing session, remember we're running long and my character starts lagging behind because he's old and fat. And I was sitting on the, the couch role-playing him and I started feeling old and fat too. I was like, he's me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old and fat. I need to get him some exercise. <laughs> and then I was like, I need to do the same myself. I think it, I was about, I was in my 40s when I first, like we played basketball or did something one day and then I felt it for the next three or four days and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, that's when I started realizing I was getting old. And uh, now it's like gardening for an hour and the next day I'm like, okay, we can't do any more. You I'm, I'm are just a soft, I'm pretty sure that soft, supple man, <laughs> okay, and, uh, I'm pretty and sure you should that... be appreciated as such. When a man who is soft and supple finds... Okay, <laughs> we're going to stop right there. So typically we have three or four questions and we, and we cycle through them and we go through them. And we ha typically have five or six at least responses on our question of the week. I am calling everyone who is a listener to repentance as the bishop. Every single one of you that did not respond on the question of the week needs to buy yourself a blanket. Yep. Yeah, you need to buy yourself a blanket and wear it around in shame. Wait mm -hmm. a second, is that a shameful thing or is that a nice thing? I think it covers I, your shame. I, yeah. It covers your shame. Because how there can you go. be shameful while wearing a no, no, blanket? No, it, no, everyone, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, while you're waiting for the now, routine. the only way to get out of this is to be part of the discussion in this week's question. Yeah, there we go. And as a reminder, you can find the question by going to thenicecult.com 
or momijoinedacult.com, any of the, both of those will take you to the correct place. And on the website, you'll see a few things that you can check out. Dear Bishop, and leave a response for Bishop. You can do the question of the week. You can go to the Cult Resource Center and learn about other cults. Cult Resource Center and learn about other cults. Cult Resource Center and learn about other cults. <laughs> it's almost that, like Thor has never been there without us going there for him. I think I'm surprised because you repeated exactly I'm what I said. I'm surprised. Oh, did he? Is that yeah. yeah. So I, I thought, let's make it a true culty experience and everyone repeats no, the same it thing. It would be us all repeating it at the same time after Nathan said it. That's, that's my gripe with mm-hmm. this week. All in all, I had a pretty good week, though. I had an interesting article given to me how there's a lot of Christians out there that are starting to think that like the Sermon on the Mount uh, teachings and stuff like that is too weak. It's too liberal. And Russell Moore, he went on NPR and he talked about this. And he says, Moore told NPR in an interview released Tuesday that multiple pastors had told him they would quote the Sermon on the Mount, specifically the part that says, turn the other cheek when preaching. And someone would come up after the service and ask, where did you get those liberal talking points? And it says, what alarmed me is that in most of those scenarios, when the pastor would say, I'm literally quoting Jesus Christ, the response would not be, I apologize. The response would be, yes, but that doesn't work anymore. That's weak. Anyway, <laughs> that is interesting. That is interesting. I, I find that quite fascinating. So I think gonna... that's an epidemic, though. So I, mm-hmm. I read something within the last couple of weeks. Someone was saying how the Jesus of the Bible has transformed. So he was like a very personal Christ. He uh, completed the law. What is it called? Not completed the law, but he... Of the like Noah's fulfilled Noah's law. law fulfilled that's better mm-hmm. um, Noah's law which was very harsh into something that was more understanding more more general mm-hmm. but so that has transformed from this very like turn the other cheek love your neighbor forgive people to right now it's um, uh, Christendom is associated with gun rights with nationalism with just very completely different actually than what it would have been i mean everything is so different than what it was back in the in bible times compared to what we think of now as christian white men uh christianity seems to take on many different faces at different times and right now in america christianity seems to be taking on a little bit more of a militant face then yeah. I feel like it should be. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, you want to go the most militant, look at the Crusades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As I say, in the past, it's done that too. Uh, but, you know, like the... Maybe it goes into a cycle. We're about ready to hit into a Crusade era. Maybe. maybe. Well, it's like a right-wing agenda is very, like, what, what would, if Jesus was in charge of the border between Mexico and the U.S., how would it be different? And it would be like, well... I mean, it would be a completely different thing than it is now where it doesn't matter if you're starving. You stay on that side. You guys are... Anyway. I have a comment, but you'd have to take it out because it's so semi-blasphemous. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I, I can't say it. I want to say it. hear face. it. No. <laughs> no. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear the comment. No, I won't say it now. All right. 
I can't tell you I'm going to take it out because it might be good. No, <laughs> it might be juicy. Say it, Thor. Say no. it. <laughs> okay, Nathan was talking about what would Jesus do on the border, and I was like, I wanted to say, oh, he'd grab a whip and start laying it off. <laughs> because you do have that in the temple. Oh, so t- anyway. Totally, but yeah. there, there is that kind of thing, too, where right yeah. now with the, with the pastors that televangelists mm-hmm. are just worried about money, and if Jesus was to come and... And look at what they're doing. He would take out the whip they, and they're say... Like, they, they are the money changers yeah, in the temple. Totally. They are, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Uh, Christ yeah, would be uh, very... Uh, <laughs> he'd be... I mean, at the border, he'd be very understanding. Of yeah. course. You know, you know, it's just the way he works, so... Yeah, definitely. But I... Yeah, I, I think that there it would be more trying to solve a problem rather than just saying trying to build no, wall. no, and we're going to spend all money on building a wall. It would be we're going to spend money on solving problems, mm-hmm. not yeah. this. But that's maybe that's I don't know. I have no idea. But that brings me to a good point. Well, you can still good. donate to the nice cult. Okay, we're not the money changers. <laughs> Let your faith in Ronaldo. Okay, that's, I've gone too far. <laughs> if our ministry has blessed your life in any way, I'm just kidding. Just think of the value. You just spent 45 minutes to an hour listening to pure gold. You are so much more enlightened now than you have been ever before. All because... Of the nice cult. I think that for us to be really good at this sort of thing, getting people's money from them, we, we to need to listen to more uh, fun drives on NPR or something like that, okay? I just don't think our heart's into doing that. Yeah. Our heart's really not into getting your money, trying to like get everything we can out of you. And there's no better reason to give us money than what's in our hearts. Let's look at it this way. You're a bad person if you don't give to us. <laughs> Is that, is that what they do? Sorry, I'm just saying straight out what they say, only they do it in different ways. There's veiled attempts of getting your money, and we're not going to, we're not playing that game. Yeah, we don't, we don't hide behind innuendos. <laughs> we you straight up and are ask. a horrible person if you do not give money to the nice cult. <laughs> all right, guys, the, to this week's cult has it all. Oh, are we already jumping no. in? Uh, or unless you have something else. I've got Or you want to call people into repentance a no, little bit I, longer? I think we've beat that horse till it's I dead thought, and so buried. I have this uh, waxing kit, and I thought we were going to wax my ass today. <laughs> no, That's what not. I wanted. No, we're not. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Nathan, and Thor. Guess we'll get on to the cult then. Yes. What do you got for us, So I was saying this... Before I was interrupted, this is <laughs> this this cult has it all. So it's a female cult leader. We need we needed more of those. Mm-hmm. This one has murder, theft, conspiracies, and a satanic orphanage. 
awesome. What? I love it. <laughs> where are where is this located? Okay, so this our theme this year is from different countries, mm-hmm. close from different countries, and so I just picked a, a country at random because you mentioned that we need to do more from Africa. And I thought, well, let's just start in the south. south I never Africa? said we need to do more Africa. Africa. That was Thor. That was, that was me, Thor. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you all didn't know who he was looking at, but Nathan was staring straight into my soul when he said that, <laughs> and I had to pull that gaze off and point in the correctly correct direction. This is a good one. Um, it's not one that we would typically cover, so I'm glad we're doing this this season, mm-hmm. um, because it's kind of a smaller cult, kind of a homegrown, hometown cult. Is it South this Africa? This is South Africa. Okay. And so the church that it started with is uh, one called Overcomers Through Christ. Okay. And this, uh, the guy that was in charge of it, uh, Reginald Van, Der- Van Dixon is his name. Reginald. Re- Reginald? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was the that pastor. They taught quite a bit about, because it was kind of a satanic panic. This was 2010, 2012. And they had kind of like this thing where they were really worried about Satanists in their, in their area. And their church really concentrated on that. And this woman, uh, Cecilia State, uh, Stain, S-T-E-Y-N. She claimed to be a 42nd generation, I didn't know if that's even possible, 42nd generation witch that had been steeped in the satanic traditions. Oh, not not even voodoo traditions or anything. Straight up, straight up Satan. And she said that that about herself. Yeah. And she goes, I... That's awesome that someone. No, I, I think the number. Generations, the, the the number is the best thing. Yeah, it's like we, this, I've been Satan Satanist for thousands of years. I mean, yeah. is it each generation like a hundred years, or is it eighty no, years? No, or generation. It? Which uh, would in other words would be like your, uh, your oh parents, parents, yeah, parents, uh-huh, yeah, forty two yeah, times. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, so uh, so her grimora should be like. Two feet thick or something like more. that. I have no more, idea. Uh, the the spell book, you know, oh, which yeah. is used. I, oh. You're probably you're right. It probably isn't Grimoire. What, what is it called? Grimoire something or other. Anyway, that's okay. <laughs> Grimoire? Grimwald. Grimwald? Or, or Grim, yeah, something like that. I have no idea. All we have to do is ask Alexa, okay? Alexa, what is a witch's spell book called? Hmm, I don't know that. So... Wow. Thor knows more than more than Alexa. Yep, I guess so. So anyway, so she she joined the church and she really wanted to get away from this satanic past that she had. She also had some mental issues. No way. Really? Yeah, like you <laughs> pretty yeah. She said that it made her sick and the people from the church came over to her house and some of them off and on would live with her. And to try to nurse her back to health and mm-hmm. pray because she'd start twitching and go into seizures because Satan had still had this hold, hold, on, her, hold yeah. on her. And so she was basically using that to manipulate the people from the church and get free money, free uh, how, how can you care. say this, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, and she, there were... Several people in the church that really became her friends and caregivers. Uh, uh-huh. There's Miranda Stain, that same last name, but we're not related. Uh, Rhea Grunwald. These are great names. Um, and when when she started getting or feeling better, she wrote a curriculum to help with a pastor of the church to help people overcome this Satanism Satan. that's around them. And so she wrote she wrote this thing, and they they called the curriculum know your enemy 
mm-hmm. and they taught it. The the pastor in taught Bible it for a class, while right? in Bible class, and, yes, and in firesides, <laughs> and would would teach this curriculum, and it had a bunch of really good information, and people really enjoyed it. It was also she could she could take part of it and then mm-hmm. tell about her past and the all the Satanism that had happened in, in her past and and help people through that. And I think it was just an excuse for her to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Just a side note, that's what this podcast is for me. It really it's is. just an excuse for me to tell stories. <laughs> um, I love your stories. And this is a good excuse. Let's do a little pause right now. I have a story for all of you. I do too. Oh, okay. Well, you go first because because I didn't actually have a story. Oh, you didn't? Oh, (laughs) mine is back when this was back in the satanic panic of 1984 or 5, something like that. Um, We had this fireside that people were, people from our state were invited to go. Ripping on role playing, right? No, ripping on, it was about music. Oh, music, okay. And so they were like, oh, you're gonna, they invited all of the kids, all of the teenagers from from our stake, from our neighborhood group and church to go to this thing on like a Saturday night. So you're wasting a Saturday night anyway, and there's like, Miami Vice is on, yeah. and all the, all the good shows. <laughs> but generally, <laughs> These firesides had cookies afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, this had. So, if so, I remember right, did have cookies. So. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, and so that terrible orange punch that you, comes in. Uh, tang. Yeah, it's, it's like tang. Yeah. I or the McDonald's the, punch. Oh, the McDonald's punch. Okay. I was gonna say I meant the inventor's daughter of tang. Oh, really? really? Yep. That's a, that's a good story. Right oh there, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. She gave me. She actually signed. She got a signed bottle of tang from the inventor. Mrs. Tang. Mrs. Tang. I forgot what his name was. I don't even know where, Mr. That, Mr. where the bottle is now, but that was over 25 you years ago. You think you still have it? I don't have it. Oh, okay. I, I don't know where it is, so. How could you let that one slip through I know, here? It's probably, I know. Worth, it's probably worth like 11 that's, or $12. That's like getting Steve Jobs to sign my uh, iPad or something. Yeah. This is, the, I. what I'm reminded right now is, what is that movie where Chubby Chase Right is trying to write a book, and he does a flashback of a flashback of a flashback of uh, a flashback. Uh, funny Farm or something? Funny Farm's line. That is what's happening right now, guys. All right. So, anyway. <laughs> so, we have this. He started talking about Tang. And anyway. Um, so, they did this. Uh, they did this this presentation. And the guy is like, listen, he plays little clips of music that are... That are like satanic or evil. So we're back to Nathan. This fireside. is my my this fireside, fireside story. Fireside. Everyone, every, people are following this. Yeah, so you okay? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so every single one of the songs is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. Um, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Don't fear the Reaper. Yeah. One Night in Bangkok. <laughs> know that song? Yeah. And uh, it's a cool song. It is a good Each song. Each of these songs are really are are, are, are one, some of the best songs. Anyway, it was just kind of funny that every one of them. So I kind of felt guilty, but at the same time, I'm like this guy is bsing mm-hmm. because like Puff the Magic Dragon is on there mm-hmm. because, because that's Puff about, like smoking yeah, weed or smoking whatever. Pot, I didn't. Anyway, it put more ideas in me listening to him than the songs gave me. And exactly. you got cookies afterwards. And so. I did get cookies, so yeah. uh-huh. a good time was had by all. Yes. Um, you got to listen to some good music. So she developed this curriculum. She was teaching this stuff, and the pastor decided to, or actually it was, it was uh, the her friend, Rhea Grumwald, mm-hmm. wrote a competing curriculum, Get to Know Christ. 
Ah, because that's uh-huh, yeah. we should have uh, our church should be it shouldn't be about getting to know your enemy. It should be about getting to know Christ. Uh-huh, yeah, and it did not make Cecilia happy. Oh, okay. Uh, because she wasn't able to teach as much and didn't ha- couldn't give her her talk about her past and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so she was jealous, and so she had this like feud with Rhea. And she kind of broke off because Rhea was, they were teaching her curriculum. The pastor liked the curriculum better and everything. And so she decided to form her own inside group called... What's an inside group? Inside, like inside a, the church. Inside the church. So this okay. is the church. And then she had this little insight, like these people who liked my curriculum mm-hmm. and people would follow her. And the, the her, her... Like it, Chad and, and Lori Daybell. Um, this one is called Electus Perdus, or the Chosen of God, was was her, uh, okay. her her group, and she had six people, and that was kind of like the extent of her little cult. But they really believed in what she had to say, and she started getting more demanding of these members, and so it was Cecilia, her a friend Miranda, and then her daughter, her daughter, and her kids. Marcel and LaRue, and then this other couple, Zach and Michelin Valentine. Anyway, okay. so it started off with her just teaching this stuff and them coming over to her house instead of to church, uh, regular church. And But she came more and more demanding and started asking for money so she could. And she said, she started having, she said, well, I because I switched from this powerful satanic family to a Christian Christianity, I do have these powers of perception. I don't know how she mm-hmm. convinced these people that she had these powers, but like uh, she could see, she could astral project um, and see things that are in different parts of the world. Um, she could tell if people were lying or not. Powers of persuasion, all these like extra mm-hmm. powers that normal people don't have. And so she somehow convinced them that they needed to get tattoos, electus produce or uh, dios tattoos, and also several other tattoos. Each of these members of this lady and her kids, a 12-year-old, a 16-year-old son, or I think he was 18, and at the time, and, uh, and her daughter, who was 12 at the time, all of them got tattoos. And, uh, and several tattoos, just to prove their loyalty. And she made each of them pay a fee to help this. When, as she was astral projecting one day, she saw that there was an orphanage in the woods here in the United States that was uh, helped was helping to protect firstborn children, so they wouldn't be they uh, wouldn't be sacrificed to some satanic thing. So they were taking firstborn children secretly from these families. And then raising them. These and she Satanist was, families. Yeah, Satanist families. Uh-huh. Oh, no, regular families, but so they wouldn't They were involved for Because they were firstborn. Okay. okay. And so she would take the money to help this orphanage. And that was one of her causes. And she got members of her little group and, uh, and members of the regular church to donate to this thing. And she got tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Nathan, you and I... We were in great danger at one first time. Born. Yes, since we were the firstborn. Yeah, uh, you're you're safe, Gunner. They don't want you. Yeah, they don't want you. Gunner. I'm the seventh son. No, I'm not the seventh son. I'm the seventh child. Yeah, that's that's good enough. Yeah, um, we're gonna call you Alvin. Thank you. But she also had this blood feud with Rhea, and she convinced 
her little group to bomb her car. They put it underneath her car and didn't press go or didn't light or whatever they had to do. So it was just like an, uh, they, the lady, uh, Rhea ran over the bomb and she reported it to the police and they didn't, couldn't prove that it was, that it was Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, total screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, they knocked on doors and threw blood on their doorstep and were kind of intimidating, trying to scare them. Uh, but they started getting more and more violent. And there was a family that were members of the their congregation, not members of the cult, but the regular congregation, named Natasha Berger and Junis. And they were praying for some children. And uh, Cecilia said, well, you, yesterday when you prayed, you must have said a danger prayer. Okay. Okay. And it cursed the children, some of the children in the orphanage, and two of them had died. And so she convinced her her congregation, her little cult, to kill uh, Natasha and Junus. Uh-huh. So she convinced them, but she never took part in any of these murders. So it's kind of compared to um, Charles Manson. Manson, uh-huh. Yeah, where she was never involved in any of the murders, uh, but she convinced her, her followers to do it. And so when one of them got home... They murdered him with a hammer. This is a bad way to go. And then his wife came home, Natasha, and hammer and a knife, stabbed 70 times. Mm. Uh, They did that dressed as police officers, which I thought was kind of interesting. Next person they killed was Reginald, the pastor. Really? And that's when they dressed up as police officers. And then they sent... Rhea, who was her blood enemy, right after the funeral, sent her a package with a piece of Reginald's brain in it. Okay, so all this stuff is going on. It's like, where are the authorities? So the authorities <laughs> couldn't prove. They did a pretty good job at erasing uh-huh. evidence, but I think they, the police kind of were on to them. And, but they, were, they didn't have like solid evidence to mm-hmm. say this was definitely you. The next person, the husband and wife that joined, the wife was kind of questioning all the stuff going on, like them having to spend so much, so many thousands of dollars every month mm-hmm. and the murders and all this stuff. And so the husband was told to like, okay, leave the gate open, give us the key. So he, and you go to work and you'll have an excuse. Uh, or what is it called when you have an excuse? Alibi. To, alibi. Yeah. And then we'll go in and take care and of take her. care of her. So they did that. And she was stabbed a bunch of times. But they also needed they needed money. And so they were just rumors about people. Like there's a couple that had enough money to open a water park in the area. And so they were talking to realtors and uh, they found out about that and they killed that family. And for the money they were supposedly had mm-hmm. in the house, they had under a hundred dollars. And they so they stole the under a hundred dollars and a couple of phones from them. Yeah. And so the police are definitely hot on their trail. You don't keep cash like that just around your house. Just because you talk about investing doesn't mean you have a million dollars in a safe. Well, you don't. You'll have it it in a bank. bank. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, And that just became kind of like their MO. So a bunch of other people, like one of them, they wanted to do an insurance fraud thing. So they found someone who looked like Zach Valentine. Uh, they found someone who looked kind of like him and then had him like, hey, can you check out? We have a problem with our car. And then let, killed him, let the car on fire 
and said and then tried to convince the police that it was or the insurance that it was Zach that died Uh in a car accident and try to get the money because they had signed it over to Cecilia. Anyway, this Uh web web of complicated stuff. And then four other murders where they just found people that were kind of older, would invade their home, tie them up, ask them for their bank cards and their PIN numbers. And it was kind of smart that they said, okay, we're going to go and see if you have money in your account and if the PIN number works. And then they'd withdraw the cash and then come back and say, okay, yep, the PIN number works and then kill them. And they did that to to, uh, a bunch of other people uh-huh. altogether 11 murders wow okay and the lady didn't do any of them yeah cecilia didn't do any of them but she was sentenced to 13 consecutive life sentences plus 149 years so what was the break yeah what well, the break was all all the evidence like every one of these things was those women people who were tied up and killed um they uh all of those were basically the same kind of crime. Like it was definitely a serial mm-hmm. killer, and um, and then they found photos from ATM machines, oh. like security photos, and then they just traced everything back and found it. It was that lady's kids that were going to the ATM, mm-hmm. and then they traced it to the mom, and then from the mom to Cecilia, <laughs> and so they got the whole group of six. Now it was five, five people. Cecilia. So it was really this, all of them were sentenced, by the way, even the two kids, they had turned older Uh by the time this was done. In 2016 was the last murder. So this was kind of recent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not recent, recent, but within a few years. It's just crazy that took so long. Although, I mean, we have some serial killers in the United States that had taken, it's taken quite a few. You see, there's like 30 of them Uh in the U.S. right now, just like roaming around. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's not too bad. But anyway, it's it's a good thing that she turned uh, out to be a good Christian, right? She gave yeah. up the <laughs> she gave satanic. Up satanic stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's good for her. Yeah, she looks so crazy. I have to show you photos. Maybe we'll put them on the show notes. Uh-huh. But she looked every bit as crazy as, as, <laughs> as her she actions turned out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, that poor group. It's so horrible. Yeah. Especially, I feel bad for the kids. Yeah. Like, they were young, yeah. they grew up in this, and then they, you know. The guy is like, uh, yeah, you just leave the door open. <laughs> we'll take care of your life for you. It's good. This is horrible. The good, the bad, and the culty. Now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong. about the the good the bad and the culty this is kind of this is leaving a bad taste in our in my mouth this one let's have well it's, let's it's get through the good right the bad here, and the, the cult- no, Maybe let's, it's- let's get past the good and the bad and the culty and then we go into the uh the the bishop do we have a bishop okay and i'm gonna let you read that nathan because you uh need to redeem yourself okay <laughs> after this hey okay. i did i just picked a random country and this was the cult okay. i came up all right well, so all it's right. not my fault the, I, I like cookies. <laughs> I like telling. I like telling stories. Yeah. How about? But the, I like being the center of attention, and when I'm not, I get really upset. So no. I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Not good. With cookies. Okay. What, so cookies or cake? <laughs> I, I think like cake, cookies are c- cookies are concentrated cake. 
That's my they? opinion. Yeah, so, yeah, that's why I, I like them. I don't like do the not. airiness. Like cake, I could just yeah, take I, it or leave it. But cookies are special. For, for me, me to like cake, it has to be homemade and not out of a box, or you know, it has to be a real like like a nice carrot cake. Yeah, with cream cheese frosting. Cream carrot cheese cake frosting. is nice. good, but it's super sweet. Yeah, but you got the the sugar, or uh, not the sugar. Sorry, you're talking about sweet. You got the raisins and the pecans. <sighs> and the there. pecans are the worst part of it. Really? Yep. Oh, I thought it was the raisins. Pecans are my least no, no, favorite. I love the raisins. Nut. Uh-huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, Filberts. Brazil nuts? Do you like Brazil nuts? I have no idea. More than those? I don't like nuts, really. I like Brazil nuts if they're not slightly turned, but they're the, the nut that will get that get turns the easiest. Oh, yeah, it goes, goes rancid. It goes rancid, yeah. yeah. But with their, if they're tasty, they're, they're good. Okay. They, they're fresh. <laughs> so we're in the middle of the good, the bad, the cold tea. <laughs> yeah. Are you, you the one that was scolding Nathan and I for going off on a tangent? And you started the nut tangent. Guys. And the cake So tangent. there is nothing good about this cult. Yeah, and so I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm so trying to I make like cookies too. something. I think you're right. <laughs> How about the bad? I think uh, murder. Yeah. Satan. All of it. All of it. Yeah. I mean, even even the saying that you went to Christ and I don't know. She's giving Satanists a bad name. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's nothing really. Everything is bad. Yeah. This one. Imagine living in that community where that's happening. You know, you're just like, what the hell is going on here? You know. I'm just. I just think that I'm one of the the people that she'd probably want to murder. She'd be like, this guy's stories are so awesome. They're better than my stories. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm like, I peed too many times out of the car or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't funny. No, actually, that was, that was really good. Was it good? <laughs> that okay. that was you. very clever. That was like borderline yeah. uh, com- com- comedian. Yeah. Good. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to become more mm-hmm. comedic. Yeah, it's uh, working. And now we take from what we learned this week. And build our own cult, one belief at a time. All right, so culty. What can we take from this and bring it into our own? I think we need to tell more stories. (laughs) Tell more stories. (laughs) Yeah, we don't go off on 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 enough enough tangents. tangents. Yeah, Yeah, I think that we need to go off on more tangents. Okay, at least one story every episode, guys. One story this this, uh, season on every single episode. Okay. We're okay. going to call it Story Corner? Story, Story Corner. Something like that. Okay. Sounds okay, good. Okay, Gunner, you're first. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Story Corner? I'll, I can do uh, the the experience I had with Dad. Which it's one? a funny one. The throw-up one. Yeah, did we already share that one? Did I don't we? think so. I, know. I thought we did. You did it on your old podcast, I think. No, 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 no. Let's hear it. Uh-huh. I, we did it on this one, but you share it again because it's oh, a good okay. one. It is a good one. So, anyway... We, for a while as a family, were pretty poor, and my parents uh, believed in large families, and so we had a lot of family, a large family. No, 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 no. What? Let's get this right. I don't think they believed in large families. They just did not believe in protection. And did not have a TV. Mom did not believe in protection at all. That's what it was. She wanted a large family, though, too. She may have wanted a large family, but really it's that she didn't believe in protection, just like she doesn't believe in deodorant. She... (laughs) 
<laughs> she does that protection. She doesn't believe in that protection either. <laughs> I took a class from her because she had this mid midwifery school, uh-huh. and she taught. One of the things she taught was the rhythm method, and I don't yeah. think that worked. It, it, not with her. No, actually, it did really well because uh, she didn't follow the rhythm me- method. What she did is she nursed, uh, and it worked for her. So it would work uh, for about uh, what nine, uh, seven to nine months, and then she'd just go get pregnant again. So, so she'd have a baby every year. She's and just years. a fertile myrtle. Yeah, but but the pre- but the yeah. the nursing actually worked on her. So. So it stops from, stops your you from the producing cycle. yeah stops cycles yeah. yeah stops the cycle for a while okay so, go ahead so anyway yeah so we're going to, anyway uh, by the time we did this my uh, this happened my dad was working at Novell and we had some money okay so but here I am a teenager and I've been sick for several times now and I realize that when you're feeling really sick and you're ready to throw up what you need to do is you need to throw up and then you feel better right. Yeah, that's just the thing. You just sit there and feel really sick. You throw up and you feel better and you're doing great. So anyway, I am reading a book or something. I get up late night. So it's like, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. And there's my dad just sitting there just sicker than a dog. He just looks so bad. And I was like, Dad, what's wrong? He's like, I'm feeling so sick. I feel like I'm going to throw up. It's just the, the worst. This is like the worst feeling ever. I'm just so miserable. And I'm like, Dad... I just found out this thing that if you threw up, you feel better. And I, I've had a couple experiences now, so I know what I'm talking about. You need to throw up and just so you're going to feel better. And he looked at me, he's like, uh, I don't want to waste the food. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I just, I laughed. I said, okay, dad. <laughs> and I went back to bed. <laughs> anyway, that's my dad. That's going along with that. All you can eat buffets. I I think we've talked about this, but I hate them mm-hmm. because when we'd go to those, like you go to an all you can eat pizza buffet or whatever, Dad would eat as much as he could and just feel so sick afterwards and be like, "Oh, there's I'm so I hurt so bad," and I'd feel the need to do the same thing because it's like uh, we have to get our money's worth. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just so painful. So I hate all you can eat anything. I just want to have a meal prepared just for me. I don't, you know, and it's small. I don't need a huge meal. I do. I do. When I go to all you can eat place, I do want to get my money's worth. I do. Uh, But fortunately, I don't feel too bad. I just feel bloated, but I'm not like in pain. So (laughs) I remember doing going to an all you can eat buffet with you Uh when we were in school. Yeah, we'd go all the time. Yeah, I would do. We went to Godfather's Pizza. Or yeah, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, yeah. I think you ate. You had like... 20 pieces, yeah. 21 pieces, yeah. You had like two pizzas oh my worth of pieces. pieces. And just like, I just, I think I can get one more in. <laughs> we stayed there for the whole term of the buffet. So it was like from 11 o'clock to 2 o'clock, we do this buffet, and we just stayed there the whole time. Because we were studying. Uh-huh, yeah, we'd study and we'd just keep eating, so. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There's story corner number there one. There it is. Like ah, I like story corner. Well, we there's finally something good came from this cult. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the good, the bad, the culty. Oh, that's the, it. We've got a bishop coming up. Right? Oh, the bishop was just a simple question: boxers or briefs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the question. 
Um, this, oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, this is the question of the week. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, though. I mean, for me, I like a little freedom. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do. I like, I like the support. I like. I, I like the boys to be cradled. I like <laughs> boxer briefs because you get a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. You know. I can see that. You boxer know? briefs. Boxer briefs. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. But. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We were having discussion. Brian and I were having discussion about skinny jeans before, and then that's what I hate about skinny jeans. Everything's so confined, and then you, you get up there, and you know your package is just jammed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's I know like, it's horrible. It's like what the heck? I I don't understand. I mean, I'm a small man, and in every way, in every way, and <laughs> and you still find them uncomfortable. And I you? still find them uncomfortable. So I can't understand what a, a larger person. And I mean, you know, a larger, more endowed man would <laughs> would like having that much strangle going on down there. Uh, yeah, it is a form of self-torture that is just like horrible. But going along, I have another story. Okay. So do, this do is we the need boxer. To save it till next time. This is the no. I've got okay. plenty of stories. I got stories coming out of my ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. This is where this one's coming out of. So. Uh, boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. This, this is the biggest reason why you don't take briefs. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I don't know why when I was seven, 16, 17, 17, me and my friends, we go to Maverick one in the morning and I'm just like, all right, guys, let's go in, in just our, in our underwear. Just go in, in our underwear. This is a local so, gas station. Local gas station, Cedar City. Me, me and two of my friends were like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> we jump out. I mean, I take off my pants. Mm-hmm. One of them has tidy whities, <laughs> like the tidiest whitiest ever. I luckily am wearing boxers, so at least it looks like maybe they're shorts or whatever. <laughs> but I'm walking in there, and the looks, <laughs> the person that drove us first off didn't, it was like, it was smart. what? are you guys doing he was so angry that we walked in after him without <laughs> without pants on <laughs> so, but we walk in there i'm in boxers i take care of you know get whatever we're going to get and he and when the, when the the person wearing briefs comes in he's like yeah Briefs are not the right answer for this. <laughs> I don't think I'll do that again. <laughs> did you not have? Did you no shirt? Is it just underwear? And just underwear. No. Sh- no, no, no. We had a shirt on. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we kept our shoes on. It's a funny look. Yeah, <laughs> that is. That is. But I'll go out in my backyard with just my underwear on, or underwear and a shirt, and eat breakfast. Oh yeah, at my, uh-huh. like I have a table in the backyard, yeah, yeah. but I'm full view of our neighbors. But I just figure yeah, yeah. if they look out there, yeah. they're welcome. They're welcome to see any, anything they want. Not tidy whities though. No, but boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Yeah. I mean, I'll walk through my backyard naked. But... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I always have to hide from the cars coming up the street. <laughs> Or make sure my and son is there. Off, and fend off the dog. <laughs> and fend off the dog. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's, she always comes sniffing. So I'm sitting on the toilet and she comes up and she's like, hey, what's this? <laughs> I have to smack her face away. <laughs> now I know what Callie feels like. <laughs> hey, what's this? <laughs> I, wanna, I want some of that. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. Well, <sighs> that was not, she was not, that's not in reference to me or anyone else. Sorry, that wasn't Callie, that's someone else. <laughs> I forget that I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to talk about Callie. Uh, this happens that every was a good episode. one, though. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult.